0: Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and I'm joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Kombawa. I am Dylan. Hello. He is Dylan. Um, So we've got a big lineup for you today. Uh, We're going to review Yokohama Cinderella. We're going to review the Nagoya show that took place the next day. Uh, We're gonna preview the Goddess of Stardom Tag League. Did you know that? Did you notice that they changed the name? Because it used to be the Goddesses of Stardom Tag League, but now it's just Goddess.
1: Oh no! Now that you told me that, that's gonna give me like fucking OCD, bro. Oh my (laughs) god! Why did they do that? Like that's pointless. Like, oh,
0: I don't don't like that. Like, I mean, like, (laughs) because the belts are the Goddesses of Stardom titles as well. So it just kind of, I don't know why they changed it. Yeah, I don't.
1: They did. I don't like that. I don't like that at all.
0: Uh, Okay, so we're going to kick off with news. There's been quite a bit of news in the last week. Um, One bit that I want to touch on is that uh, Imanji uh, announced that they're leaving Pure J, so that's Minami Katsu and Mari Manji. Uh, Obviously, I mean, Stardom is signing everybody, so like they could easily go to Stardom, but I I wouldn't say they'd go to Stardom. I could see them freelancing as a tag team and like seedling or Sendai Girls or something. But if there are any surprise tag teams coming up, then uh, we know it's them, I guess. Uh, the next bit of news is that Assemble announced that their second show will be on November 20th, which is really cool. It's actually the uh, the anniversary of Big Egg. And Stardom will be involved in this one. So it's uh, Stardom, Oz Academy, Seedling, Sendai Girls, Pure T-Hearts, and Marvelous all involved. Uh, the show sold out in a few hours, but I think they released more tickets, so you can still go um, but the last show sold out. Um, there was six hundred people there. It's a pretty good show, so I might get this one depending on the card. Uh, yeah. Theme. Um,
1: just real quick, this this will really like show Stardom's commitment to the assembled thing, because it's like there are very like drastic possibilities here. Um, they could either give a a match like a Hannon versus julia like just like a random like julia beats her kills her whatever or they can give uh you know a azumi versus fucking kid or they can give a big tag match between queen's quest and, and ddm like it's it depending on who they send it will really show us how they feel about the assemble um the whole project because you know like i said if they send uh you know Three like if they send ruaka Rena, and Hina against fucking Azumi and fucking Kid and like just like random shit uh, we'll really see that they don't give a fuck about Assemble but if they send something good uh, and something like important that would be really interesting. So yeah slow no on that.
0: Yeah I mean I expect it to fall more in line with what everybody else is doing. It'll probably just be like a faction versus faction six person tag or maybe it'll be like a Remember that lucha show that Rossi ran, and they had like three members from each faction in like an elimination tag match. I think they could do Ooh, that. I either. loved
1: that match, bro. That, that match was, was pretty so fun. Yeah. yeah. So
0: could be something like that. Um. The next bit of news. This is uh this is one of the sadder ones. Uh, Natsu Samira is out indefinitely. She got shoulder surgery to deal with uh, a nagging injury. Uh, you just wouldn't notice like she isn't. She was scheduled to be on the Nagoya show, but she wasn't on the card after all. As uh, you probably heard it. At Yokam, Cinderella, maybe, and decided to get surgery?
1: Uh, I don't think she heard it at um, Cinderella. I know it's been like, like you said, it's been nagging. And I noticed, <laughs> obviously, we'll get into it, in, in the tag match that she was in, she was more limited than she usually is. Like, she didn't really do a lot of, like, just like, she didn't do a lot of leg work. And, you know, knowing that she was injured and that she was going out with an injury um, makes that make a lot of sense. But so, I. Maybe, I don't think it was at the show that she got injured. I think that it was just sort of like the last straw, and she's like, okay, I'll do this big show, and then I'm bailing. It's probably also why she was not in the five-star, Um, looking back at it. Well, obviously, like, there wasn't a lot of room for her, but they could have made room very easily, but if it's nagging injury, I can understand why she
0: opted out of that. I just mumbled off okay. into this face, because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Fair um the next bit of news is it's way worse uh jungle Kiona is probably gonna miss like a year uh she ruptured her acl she damaged ligaments in her other knee and i think she like tore a joint in her shoulder she's falling apart and uh yeah we likely won't see her for uh, 12 months at least which is really disappointing given that she was just involved in such a huge angle i'm in pain alex yeah, same. So every, every time
1: every time jungle gets brought up today, it's just going to be pain. That's it. Like, I mean, like, because, like, cause like, I think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, fun, yeah. Like, everything sucks. And then, like, I made, like, a fun, like, oh, Mayu and jungle, that's sort of fun. And now they don't exist anymore. So it's like, it's just pain.
0: True. Um, what isn't pain, though, is that Takumi versus Mayu has been confirmed for October 18th at Korkin. So we're gonna get a rematch of my match of the year. Uh, we're gonna get the blow off. Uh, it's their third match, I think, and it's currently one draw and one Takumi win. So I mean I guess Maya wins here to level it up. But uh that should be a really, really good match.
1: Great segue, my guy. Um yeah, it, it's gonna be really good. Uh I'm excited for it to they to run it back. Um Yeah, it, um, I'm excited for it. I wonder if they're gonna go forty minutes cuz
0: oh i hope not
1: actually we we need we need to talk about that cuz the main event went we will. wrong but we need oh, to we <laughs> Oh we will.
0: Oh we will.
1: Oh okay. I think we're going to have a difference of opinion but okay go
0: on. Um yeah so that's all of the news that i can remember. Uh let's jump straight into the review, shall we? Sure the first thing that i noticed and i think you noticed this as well uh the production of yokohama cinderella was fantastic like this show yeah. looked great stardom really brought their a-game like they weren't fucking around like they were here to play and i thought they really looked professional on this show throughout the show really
1: yeah it was um it was really good like production-wise uh one thing is that i watched azumi and kid live because that was like an offer match um, they put it on YouTube and then they took it off, so you know, fuck everybody who was late. Uh so I watched it live and they had commentary and the production was great. Um, I personally I know a lot of people like don't like commentary. I enjoy listening to Japanese commentary because it gives like a certain level of just like um rhythm to a match, like just like from like a especially with these with these um silent crowd matches, obviously there's clapping, but um commentary really like just gives like background noise um they didn't have that on the stardom world edition of it so i was a little upset about that but overall the production was really really good i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed watching it just like visually um in fact it kind of made the nagoya show look so like cheap because that was like basically fan cammed um so it was like (laughs) if it was such a weird like drastic difference um because so I watched a lot of wrestling yesterday. So it's like that was re- one of the best produced shows, you know. Definitely best produced since um, No People Gate. And one one of their best produced shows, like, ever. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I watched Izumi and Kid live. Uh We're going to get into that soon. But I really, really liked that match. And I really, really liked watching it live. Um, but we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, like for better or for worse, this looked to me like a New Japan show, like the darkened crowd, the focus was on the ring, uh, the production was pretty slick, like it, it felt like a New Japan show, Um, which is a good thing in that I came across very professional. Um, I always prefer when like the crowd is lit for some reason, I just really like seeing the crowd and seeing the venue full. Um, So I wasn't, I'm never really a fan of the darkened crowd, but I know a lot of people prefer that um but definitely like Stardom really brought their a-game here and then yeah like the first match of nagoya i watched and it was like they were wrestling in an earthquake <laughs> and i was like oh yeah i i don't mind the the good production actually
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the the thing about the lightning crown you're right because i think about it and like there are a few venues that new japan runs and they don't darken the crowd and they're my favorite venues so like Osaka Joe hall is probably my favorite wrestling venue just like in general and it's probably because it's so bright in there um and it's just like it's just so well like the like it just looks amazing like just with the lit up like the crowd is all like it but yeah so i I get what you mean with the with the dimmed crowd but i think another part of that is probably that it's a lot more empty than it felt so they want to just like keep that illusion for the people at home uh but you know it's it, it was a little thing obviously but it 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 wasn't too bad for me
0: yeah i can like i can understand why they uh why they probably did darken it because i mean they got a thousand and seven people but in this arena that still would have probably looked empty given that you know you have a space between every seat but uh it was a great number for stardom and hopefully like the next time they go there there's no covid restrictions and they can light the place up and we can see the crowd losing their shit for stuff um But yeah, let's get into the actual show. So, as you said, the opener was kind of like an offer match. They put it on YouTube for free. Uh, It was Azumi versus Starlight Kid for the high-speed belt. Azumi won. I thought this wasn't really a high-speed title match and that there wasn't a lot of high-speed stuff. Like, they went 12 minutes. This was wrestled like it was maybe fourth from the top. And they were told, like, minutes before, it's like, oh, yeah, he's actually opening the show, but, like, have your same match, you know? Like, it didn't feel like a high-speed match. It just yeah. felt like a standard title match, which isn't bad. Like, they both did really well. But I think I was expecting this match to stand out a bit more than it did.
1: That's fair. Um, I I did see a lot of... my, Maybe not a lot, but I did see criticism that wasn't high-speed. And I was just like, yeah, but I liked it, so who cares? Um, and that was, that was basically my opinion of that like i i really enjoyed it um obviously azumi and kid are uh, two of my favorites and they're very very good at what they do um obviously we'll get into it later but um azumi has more opportunities for more speedy shit um looking forward to her next couple of opponents um so i'm not really offended that I didn't go to you know high speed but i did enjoy it uh I felt like Azumi looked like a real killer here. She just destroyed Kid's arm and it was amazing and I loved it. Um you know, she like I said, she looks she looked great. Um Kid also looks great. Not as good as because Azumi, like I said, murdered her arm. Uh and yeah, I feel like Azumi really is just I don't know, I, I feel like I say it every time, but I, I think Azumi's just becoming one of the best in the world, if not one if she's not already one of the best in the world like top fucking 5 at this point uh and she's my favorite so yeah great match uh like you said it might not have stood out very much but uh watching it live definitely helped for me and yeah
0: i i think i enjoyed it more than most people did honestly yeah i mean you you probably did um cuz i mean you do have that investment with azmi um i i still liked it you know what i mean like i it's not it wasn't a bad match it just wasn't what i was expecting um but that's all um the next match then was uh, i feel like this was more the opener than the other match it was uh, mina shirakawa beat hanan in 5 minutes um uh, mina shirakawa makes her debut she left tokyo joshi pro there the other week um and yeah the speculation was that she'd go to stardom uh, I came away from this more impressed with Hanan, but I feel like I do that with every Hanan match because she's just like so good, um, and like like I didn't see a lot from Mina, but I can imagine like she's she's gonna take a bit of time to get used to the Stardom house style, given that it's it's different enough from Tokyo Joshi Pro, um, but she's a good addition, I guess, to the roster. Like she's experienced, um, she looks great, um, you know stuff like that. Like she is. A good addition to the roster in that capacity.
1: Yeah, uh, I just wanted to want to say, um, I feel kind of bad because uh, I tweeted, um, during the show, I said, um, I said, and I quote, "What if Hannon beat Mina? That would kind of rule." And one person liked it, and it was Mina. So. Oh dear. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you need to stop but, talking uh, shit. <laughs> I wasn't talking shit. I just like Hannon, okay? But um, yeah, I, I think this definitely showed more of Hannon than it showed of Mina. Uh, one thing that like I just noticed, like in the middle of the match, it didn't didn't even like it wasn't even important. But I really like um Hannon's roll up because you know like every mm-hmm. young young one has a roll up basically, and it's basically a forward rolling Russian um Russian leg sweep where she just like rolls with you and then she just clutches you up um it remind it's very judo x like amateur wrestling um and i really like it. it it just looks really cool and i feel like it could be like a really good just um flash pin in general um hopefully she like wins with it sometime because i don't know i just really like the way it looked um if i become a wrestler i am stealing that because it looks <laughs> am- like I, I just fucking love that uh yeah i didn't even i didn't even record the finish so yeah i, I wasn't to I was I was settling in at this point because there's a lot, a lot of card left, so I was just like sort yeah. of like in and out, um. But yeah, Hannon's great. Uh, Mina is going to become fine. Um, like she's gonna like she'll adapt, I'm sure. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was just it was it was a match, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the next match then was Riho and Sayaida. They beat uh, Natsu Samira and Yona Manase. I was watching this, and it really felt like the sayida show. Like she debuted her new look with uh, the green hair, and she was given a good amount of spotlight. Where you know she was, she got to go toe to toe with Manasseh, which looked really good because obviously Manasseh is taller and she's a bit more physically imposing. So with Sayeda standing up to her and fighting back, it looked really good. And then Ida, of course, got the pin over Samira. So I feel like they did a really good job here of. Making Sia Ida look good, and maybe they're gonna start giving her a bit of a push because they've really done very little with her since her debut. Yeah, Moonchild took a
1: dub, bro. I'm happy. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like the, the green hair. Um, at first, I was like, "What did you do? Come on, Sia, <laughs> what did you do?" But after like watching it, like in match, I was like. I can live with this. Like this looks like it looks cool. Like I mean like I like I honestly like kinda dig it. Um and yeah, she she really I don't even remember Rio being in the match, quite honestly. Like I remember her getting her the I remember the boob spot. And that was the <laughs> yeah. only thing I remember Rio being a part of. Like that was it. Like that's <laughs> that's all she did was <laughs> get smothered by Unamanase. But um <laughs> but yeah, uh yeah, stardom's getting like really weirdly horny. I don't know if you've noticed, but just like little things. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh like my we'll God. talk about yeah. it
1: with the tagly thing. <laughs> yeah. But like just like little things that that there's like, oh yeah, you know, it's like it you know, it's it you know, and it's like, when did this happen? Like are we just <laughs> like we, we're just doing this now? Oh I I I'm not gonna come okay, but you know, um yeah, it, it was the, the Sayita show, and I'm always happy to watch the Sayida show. show. Um, she won with the Northern Light Suplex over um, Natsu Samiri. Like I said, Natsu Samiri was a bit limited, because, like, I don't know, I, maybe it was just me, because I already knew that she was out with an injury, but I could, like, just, like, see that she wasn't just at her full, you know, out, output, so, you know... Like that's that's no fault of her own, but yeah, so it was mostly Ida and um Yuna and that was really good. I really loved the, the Ida and Yuna bits, it was it, it went crazy. Uh yeah. Overall enjoyable. Um hopefully Yuna comes back every once in a while. Like she doesn't need to be there on every show, but she was a nice addition and I would love to see her and start him again. I feel like she fits more than more than Mina at this point, which is, you know, mean to say again. I just keep I mean
0: Yuna me. was uh, trained by Stardom, wasn't she? Like she is yes. a stardom like so that's where yes. she started, so that kind of um, makes sense.
1: So is our next um returnee or debutee, if you wanna be, if you wanna say. Um y- or you yes. can you can finish up on the tag match if you want to.
0: Um no, I think you you covered all the bases there for the <laughs> tag match. Um yeah, so the next match then was uh the reveal of xxxx which was uh natsupoi which is formerly natsumi Maki we're gonna have to admit we were wrong here because we didn't think maki would fit in DDM she fits so well like she completes that faction to me like I oh, saw yeah, for sure. like during her entrance they all did the pose and I was like they're, they're perfect like this this five is perfect
1: no when when she first when she first came out I was like why does it, Natsumi Maki look like the last round draft pick? Because she's, like, wearing all of the merch. Like, she has DDM <laughs> here all over here. Her, like, yeah. yeah, I like, yeah, happy to... And But, but like, you're right. Um, We'll get into the Nagoya show. I feel like Natsumi Maki, and it. I don't like not Like, I feel like Natsu Poi, it, it doesn't roll off the tongue for me. So I'm just going to either call her Poi mm-hmm. or Natsumi Maki, just so everybody knows. Again, just like Jumbo, I, I don't call her Himika. I call her Jumbo obviously, um but not to Maki, I feel like she in the in the tag match from Nagoya we'll talk about later, it felt like DDM was complete and Shuri wasn't mm-hmm. there, so they weren't even complete like it but they felt like I don't know it, it was it was really good. I think that she's a really good addition. I feel like I don't know what was holding me back from like liking DDM, but I feel like not to me Maki fills that um she's still not my favorite. Probably number three still. Um, they're definitely not last because we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> oh boy, uh-huh. but yeah, I feel like she did amazing. <laughs> she's she's great in DDM. I'm really really excited. I think that in this match and in the Nagoya match, she did real, really well. Um, what would you what were you gonna say? Because I'm gonna get into like a statistic in a second, but.
0: Um, can... No, I was just gonna say she got like a a quick enough win over a death to really establish her in the as a high speed competitor. Like it's hard to have a bad match with Kairi Onayama, um, and Natsupoi delivered, and yeah, she really she is gonna fill that high speed slot in DDM, and I think she's gonna do a pretty good job. Indeed, um,
1: she she came out with the folly entrance with Jumbo, and I love that entrance. You know, the up on the shoulders, um always oh, great you know the folly debit if anybody was wondering what the reference was but yeah and also something really interesting is that um nasumi maki this isn't her first time in stardom she spent 2016 in stardom uh and her first two opponents she it was in a tag match was yonayama and azumi um so that was like you know four or five years ago i can't count um but that was her first match was in a tag match against Yoniyama and Izumi. Now those are the two the first two adversaries of her in stardom once again. So that's kind of interesting. Um just a little like parallel thing that, you know, that pops me. I don't know if anybody gives a fuck about that, but that's just something that like interests me a lot. Um and yeah, I'd say this is one of like this is a really good death like one of death's best matches, and she's been having a lot of really, really good matches lately. So that's really saying something I feel like um Tsumi Mack is going to really kill it start him, and I'm really excited. So yeah, she wins with the German suplex hold, and declares that she wants the high-speed belt.
0: Yeah, and she got to keep her entrance team too, which is a banger, so like, I'm pretty happy there. Um, the next match then was the SWA title match, uh, B. Priestley beat Momo. Uh, this was this was okay. Like it was a B Priestley match where you know she did limb work, and then the crowd kind of fires up when her opponent starts doing offense. Uh, it was very inoffensive. Like if they if it wasn't on the card, I don't think anyone would have cared. But it was nice to get Momo a big singles match on the show. Uh, she debuted new gear as well, but she continues to to lose because I guess she's just been cycled out, you know. And uh, that's okay because she will eventually. Her time will come. But for now, okay. she's going to be Priestley.
1: Okay. Um, I have a few like specific things I need to say. One, because B comes out to a uh, young, a rapper, whatever. Um, that's her music, so she uses you know dubbed music. Get her the fuck away from my camo earoweedo tie. Leave the memories alone. Like, just, no. Why? Why would you give her that theme song? Just give her the regular, the new Oedotai Tai theme song. Like, why do you have to remind me that Oedotai Tai used to be good? But then B is like it. That just like it. It made me already upset just going into this match because it just annoyed me. Because you know, you know how I am with my fucking pet peeves, with my little things that just like bug me. And this <laughs> is one of them. Yeah,
0: I do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like you said, it was a B match. Um, so at. at when I was watching it, um, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm getting my sushi." So, um, I was just like focused on my sushi for the first like seven minutes of this match, where B was just, you know, doing her B shit, and then, you know, I, I looked back up and Momo started kicking her in the head, and that was fun. Uh, Momo really went sort of crazy here, like she she really was like, going at her. She tried to hit the the um, the Yokobito driver. Like, four times from the top rope. And I was just like, you're trying to break her neck here. Like, <laughs> I don't know why you're so, like, you're so dead set on doing that. But I kind of dig it. And she never did it. Um, She lost to the Queen's Landing. So, uh, B still doesn't give a fuck about Minami Toyota,
0: obviously. Uh, yeah. I mean, why would you give a shit about, like, one of the best wrestlers to ever grace the planet? But, you know, how never. Um... Yeah. Yeah, that was that match. Uh, B is the champ, which, yeah, I mean, we we knew she'd win because she's the only person who could defend I, it.
1: <laughs> I didn't think that she was going to beat Momo so, like, decisively. Like, she just simply beat her. Like, she like, was like, okay, I'm going to Queensland and you, okay, yeah, it's over. Yeah. Like, that's it, kind that of Momo, it.
0: though. That's Momo's yeah. spot now. Like, it reminds me of Mayu in, like most of twenty nineteen before she kind of got into the title picture, she just kind yeah. of would lose and then it was like, Oh yeah, we're heating you back up now and I I think you can do that with Momo easy enough. Like she's got, you know, a, a fairly solid you know, reputation behind her. I feel like my dream team, obviously you know I, I love the
1: factions right now. Well kind of mm-hmm. um is Momo, jungle and Mayu. Because um a little bit of a spoiler uh, in Nagoya, I decided that Mayu and Jungle, will from here on out, be called the Losers Club. Um, oh dear. So Momo joining the Losers Club would be dope, cause it fits, and and like it, it's it's Losers Club because they're so fucking good, but they're they're such losers. Like, yeah, but yeah. So um, Momo is an honorary member of the Losers Club. Uh, because you know, it's it's okay. just goats
0: that lose all the time. That's that's what the losers' club is. Oh, so yeah, totally. Um, right. So the the next match then was the uh, losing unit must disband no rules match. to tie of Natsukotora Tora and Sakikashima beat Tokyo Cyber Squad of Jungle Kiona and Konami. When as uh, a blind person could have told you, Konami turned on Kiona smashed a chair over her head and uh, Saki Kashima got the win. Honestly,
1: uh, I'll be yeah, honest, um, in my notes, my plan was to simply say, and I quote, I hate it here. i guess the only note i took that's the only note i took was just i hate it here and then i moved on like because i was just like i'm just not with it like now i sort of get it because you know like jungles i was an injury so like any like critique that i had of this situation i can't really like it's not really fair because i have a feeling like i feel like it's probably like a a built-up thing that it's like oh i'm i'm having issues with my body i can't really keep going for much longer um So I assume that's why they went this direction so, like, uh, dead set. But with that being said, I hate it here. Um, It was not... It was a fine match. I feel like it would have been better if it was a singles between the Natsuko and Jungle, considering Konami really didn't do much anyway. So it's like, if it was just a singles, it would just be a little bit more fun. If it had a bunch of interference and it was just a singles match, I think that would have been fine. Um, Yeah, I didn't like it. I I don't like... Like, and it's really my fault, Alex. Once again, everything is fucking my fault. But remember, on our award show, I said the best promo was fucking Konami. And I also said the best tag team was Kiona and Konami. So they heard that I was enjoying something... And they were like, you can't do that! This is fucking stardom! My name is Rossi! I don't like you! We're not friends! So I'm taking everything away from you, Dylan! And that's that's, that's how I feel about this. Like, they just, like, somehow... They took somebody who I was, like, getting really interested in, and I was getting really invested in over the past, like, year. And they were just like, she's a fucking ninja now, and she looks kind of cool, but also kind of lame. And she says, she has a cool catchphrase now, but she's kind of just boring, and it's just not, I don't, I don't fucking like it. I
0: don't, I hate it here. I hate it here. (laughs) You're, You're having your Frank Grimes moment. What the fuck does that mean? I don't, oh my god. You know, what's The Simpsons? I don't watch every... Okay, I'm going to get exposed okay, for this. Right. See, of Frank Grimes was... Uh, Frank Grimes was an employee who uh, got sick and tired of Homer having everything easy, so he was like... So he lost his fucking mind and was like, everything in the world is against me, and then he electrocuted himself to death. But yes, you're having a Jesus very... Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I think I am just Frank Grimes in
1: general, <laughs> if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, this is just... Okay, Talk your well, shit, Alex. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Um I was one of the main people who was kinda like, yeah, TCS should probably go away because Stardom doesn't really want to make it interesting. And you know, I think the the way they did it maybe wasn't the best way, because I feel like Konami going to a Wayto tie, it's not even a lateral move, it's almost a downward move, because she goes from being like the second top person in TCS to being like the third in a way to tie because you know they're going to push b ahead of her and that's godora so she goes to just being the person who takes the pin of an artist of stardom title match do you know what i mean like it's not yeah like like look at the fucking
1: tagley she's the one getting pinned
0: yeah like she she's
1: the only person in that team that's getting pinned like quite frankly Mm -hmm. especially with tagley because b is a fucking like monster in tag league she's the only person that's going to get pinned and it's it's ridiculous like it's it's it, this didn't help anybody like when I first watched it I was like this doesn't help anybody knowing that jungle is now in is now going to be like out with an injury I get it it was like a necessary evil but I feel like they would have done this regardless of if jungle was out with an injury so like fuck them anyway like fuck this in general but I get it um on the Nagoya show I, I was sort of coming around to the idea of jungle and the stars because I was like oh this could be fun. But still, this 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 storyline, I just don't really like it. Um, just the way they went about it, I'm not a fan. Um, like you said, I feel like Konami, Konami went from being like, I feel like Konami and Jungle were like two, the two top of the of the team with Hanagon. So, it like they they were both leaders at this point. Um. And and that's something that people always said about TCS is that like the top three were always very equal to a certain degree. And it was very interesting because all three of them were capable of challenging for belts at any given time. They were all very, very good. All good singles, all good tag. Like they the three of them had a really good trifecta. Um, And when ha- when Hannah died, Konami and Jungle still had that certain like, oh, we're still really good. and We're still both like top brass of this fucking company and now you know with Jungle out with an injury Konami just sort of got shafted and she's now in a way to tie and she's kind of boring and she is the third most important wrestler in a way to it's just it really does suck it, it i i hate it here let's move on yeah
0: <laughs> I, I I was gonna say though I feel like the injury comes at the worst time too because I think anybody who watched Jungle after the match like that was really tough to watch, but Ooh, it also yeah. really made me want to root for her I, like more than anything else. I was like I really just want happiness for this girl, and she, now they made her for a year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really yeah. bad. like it, it was
1: hard. She she cried on both these shows. Like she was like crying. Mm. Like so, like it was like profusely on both of these shows, and it was just, oh my, this is it's a really hard time. Uh, yeah. If your favorite's Jungle, I feel bad for you. So like Tony and fucking James and other people who don't listen to this podcast, I feel bad for you because this sucks. Like like I like Jungle isn't even like my favorite wrestler, but this fucking sucks. Like I I I love Jungle enough to know that this is just it's I hate it.
0: Yeah, um, start on that match anyway. Uh, the next match was the Goddesses of Stardom title match. Uh, Queen's Quest beat Donna Del Mondo, so Sayaka Matani pinned, uh, Micah after a Phoenix Splash to retain. Hey, hey, uh, hey,
1: hey, what? call them by what? their fucking name, it's Aphrodite beat Jumbo and Micah, come on. With, a, with an uppercase E. Aphrodite uppercase E.
0: Um <laughs> this, I actually uh, fucking
1: no, I just fucking love that name, like straight up. I don't know why. I was like, ooh, I cool dig name. this. Like I I, I I I fuck with it. Um but yeah, Aphrodite, uppercase E beat, Jumbo and Micah. Uh
0: how did you feel about this match? Uh I thought similar to the to the last match involving somebody named Saya, this was the Saya show. It yes. like it was laid out in a way that you were meant to see Saya as a star coming out of it. Like they gave her and Micah basically the entire second half of the match, which I think was a good idea because Saya works really well with Micah. And then, of course, she got to pull out the Phoenix Splash to win, which is not everybody talking. So I feel like the idea here was to put Saya over rather than have a four-star match or whatever. And they did that very well, I thought.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was really, really, really good. Um, went a little bit long, like a few minutes too long yeah 22 minutes is a bit
0: much but yeah yeah.
1: but i think i think given the circumstances i think that was good for its time um like i said if it was a few minutes shorter it probably would have been a little bit better but yeah that fucking phoenix splash sort of insane um yeah it's like that was just that was just absurd like she just hit it and everybody was like holy shit and everybody's still like just looking at us like did she just fucking like like Sai just does that. That's like insane. You know, like 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 she's like, "Oh, like I I I think I'll start using a Phoenix Splash for a finisher. Is that okay?" And it's like, "Yeah." And then she just does it. Like how does that like that just how does that just work? I don't know. It's it's insane. Um oh, yeah, Talsi really really went crazy here. Uh first bit I feel like watching a beam match and then watching other matches make the other matches look good. Um, <laughs> that's that's kind of it's kind of mean, but because I feel like I watched Jumbo and Micah get a lot of heat on Saya, and it was just fun. like it was interesting, um whereas when B does it, it's bad. so yeah, it it made it made this sort of look really good when they were just beating the shit out of, of saya, and then, um, you know, Saya came back, and it was a whole thing. Uh, like I said, it was a bit long and after the awaito time match I was sort of just like eh so I personally wasn't like super giddy about this match, but I recognized that it was a really, really good match. It was really, really well done. Um Saya looked fucking amazing and Aphrodite takes the dub. And I think that Aphrodite, you know, contrary to my previous beliefs, I feel like they're really growing into a tag team role. Um, I wasn't too big on them from the jump. I was like how is the A team for Queen's Quest the third and fourth best wrestler in Queen's Quest? Um, but, you know, just like looking at it now, I'm just like, this this can work. Like, I dig it. Like, I think them, them as a team
0: works very, very well. So, yeah, I'll admit that I was wrong there. Yeah. um, I, d- I think I thought as well as that, like, this was a really good first defense, and that Himika and Micah have been booked really strong lately. So, win kind of makes Aphrodite look really good you know so I thought that was just good booking all around to be honest with that match um the next match then was the wonder of stardom title match uh Julia beat Tam Nakano if I may this was really really good I love this match like this was exactly what I wanted from these two like they've learned from that 28 minute abomination because their two matches since then have just been the two of them just beating the shit out of each other for like, the, the first match was like 10 minutes and this one was 17, but they felt the 17 minutes really well. I thought that Tam at least comes out of this feud looking really good because she took Julia to the edge because she, she really pushed Julia. And Julia just looks like a killer because she will do whatever the fuck she needs to do to beat people. Even if that means almost destroying herself at times um so yeah i think this salvaged the feud and it's made both of them look really good and i'm really interested in what's next for julia um not so much tam because we know what's next but uh yeah. julia definitely
1: boobies that's
0: what's next um <sighs> yeah yeah um i i kind of
1: like you're going to bad me but i zoned out a little bit during this match um, I sort of was expecting to zone out during this match, but it did randomly like spark my interest, which is a lot more than what they would usually do between Julia and Ch- Tam. I think this was definitely Julia and Tam's best match together. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was, and yeah, I'm also happy that this long feud is over. Like, I mean, like it, w- it was a good match. I feel like I'm not giving it enough enough respect. Uh, Julia beat Tam with the glorious driver. Um, she just like dropped her on her head, and it was over. I don't know what they said after the match. That'd be kind of interesting, cause like I feel mm. like there was like a, a back and forth, but you know, um, there was no subtitles on it. So you know, we talk about Star World all the time, but let's not get into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think it was good. Like it was pro- it was definitely their best match together, and yeah, it was. I think Julia comes out of this feud with a few more defenses under her belt and or is this just is this her first defense
0: uh yes
1: yeah really that's so fucking weird like i feel like she's been fucking stardom champion the wonder of stardom champion for like seven years now (laughs) like i don't know but yeah uh, yeah oh now we're going to another one that's fun but yeah it was it was a good it was a good match
0: yeah, their uh, you mentioned their post match interactions. Their post match reminded me of Arisa and Tam for whatever reason. It was kind of like one of us will eventually kill the other, and I kind of yeah. respect you for that. It was really interesting. Yeah. Um. I mean, then Tam did the I thing, but uh, you know, I, I, I dig it. Yeah. Because you know. she always has to be a bit of a brat.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know that that's the thing is that it's like I I want to be interested in Tam because I feel like Tam is one of the most interesting characters in Stardom, but i just haven't been lately so um and now you know like i said with the booby team coming up i don't know if i will be so uh, but
0: yeah i'm just calling uh...
1: i'm calling them the booby team i hope you know that like now that i know why they're called that i'm calling them like we'll we'll talk about later sorry yeah. Okay. Um, can we at least
0: like get through the show yeah. first? <laughs> you know, I actually really want to
1: talk about this. So let's go.
0: Yeah. I feel like we're gonna have different thoughts on this. The the main Very event much. was the World of Stardom title match. Uh, Mayu Iwatani beat Siri. This match went 28 minutes and 58 seconds. Um. I I enjoyed this match. Like, don't get me wrong, but I feel like they could have cut like the first 10 minutes off and had a great match. That's always my problem with matches of this length. This was one of my main problems with New Japan. When I watched it, it was like you could take fifteen minutes off this match and it would be better than it is. Like you this was needlessly padded, you know? I completely disagree.
1: Because I I actually timed it out, in fact. Um the first five minutes, they were doing purely back and forth. The next ten minutes, Shuri was working the leg. Um and after that, it was mostly Mayu and then Sherry, you know. So, I, I, like, maybe it is just my, like, New Japan brain talking, but I feel like the first, you know, 15 minutes was good enough of, like, beginner, like, good enough, like, groundwork to where I enjoyed it enough to just keep going, and then there was only, like, 10 minutes left, you know. So, I think that was, that was for me. I feel like every portion of the match was paced well, um, yeah, if, if if people couldn't tell, this is one of my favorite matches of the year, honestly. Like, I just really fucking enjoyed it. Um, it was, it was really, really good. I'm just going to be honest. like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I think that them going 28 minutes was a decent, was like a good amount of time, honestly. Like, I feel like after the 28 minutes, maybe it's because I was like wanting to enjoy this match and, you know, that that can always make you enjoy matches a little bit more, but I, it was, like, 25 minutes in, I was, like, they can go another 10 minutes if they wanted to, to, like, have a long ending, like, a long finish, but they, you know, like, I don't know, maybe that, maybe I'm crazy. It's very possible. I told somebody to watch this match. Um, They might hate me because I really <laughs> fucking, yeah, because, you know, everybody I know hates long matches. Um, I, don't mind long matches if they're good, and I felt like this was good. Um, Mayu's selling. How did you feel about Mayu
0: selling? Um, she. I mean, she sold pretty well. I think like uh, as well as Mayu can when she, her matches kind of just break down into let's try and fucking murder each other. <laughs> um, yeah. Where you don't really sell like you're dead for you know five minutes, but I thought she definitely a good job of, you know, letting us know that she was beaten up.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I was I was wondering because uh, she obviously got her, her leg worked over because Shuri is Shuri. And, you know, near the end, she, you know, obviously just went into Mayu mode and she sort of started murdering each other. But one thing that, like, just like, like a very small, intricate thing that happened was she hit her crucifix. You know how she does the mm-hmm. jumping, like, you know, the roll over like crucifix bomb except it's not like a power the other crucifix, you know? Um she hit that and she went for the pin. But the far leg and her bad leg were like the ones together, so she couldn't hook the leg. And so Sherry kicked out at like an early two so then she gets back up does it again but this time she does it with her good leg and she gets an oomph on that motherfucker it was so good like like i don't know that was just like a very small thing that I was like i enjoy the way that she recognizes that it's like okay it's not as effective when i do it with this leg so when i do it with this leg i can win and then she didn't win and it was like a i don't know it was just like a like, looking into, like, a wrestling match, I found that very, very interesting of just, like, the thought process of, like, you know, in kayfabe, what they're doing. And I feel like Mayu is a master at that. I feel like Shuri's also a master at that. Um, like I said, I can't praise this enough. I fucking love this match. I felt like 28 minutes was well spent. Um, I feel like they managed their time very, very well. You you said that they could have cut down the first 15 minutes. I say maybe have
0: cut down the first, like, well, not the first 15 oh. minutes. That's more of a New oh, Japan yeah, yeah. thing. This could have been like eight minutes maybe cut off, and I'd have been okay.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's fair. Um, but then again, you went into the saying, this should be 20 minutes. So, I feel like that, that could have been a preconceived notion that it's like, oh, this is going eight more minutes than it should. And then it's like, oh, this went eight more minutes than it should. Um,
0: whereas I was like, re- just... I really wanted to enjoy this match, and I did. So... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I did like the match. It's just that it was a good match that could have been great. And it's maybe just because I know every Mayu match eventually breaks down into let's try and murder each other. So I don't see much reason fucking around and not and wait, making me wait for that by doing groundwork. You know what I mean? Like, I know the end result of this match. I know where this is going to go. It's a Mayu Iwatani match. I don't need 10 minutes of grappling for you well, get that's to the good stuff, you know?
1: That that would that would be fair if it was Mayu versus say Momo. But I feel like Shuri very specifically it makes sense for her to, you know, fucking ten minutes of her just fucking beating the shit out of her leg. Like I feel like that makes sense. Um and Why do you and...
0: have to do ten minutes? <laughs> like why why do you need ten minutes to do that, you know? That's fair.
1: But I don't know, maybe, I, I feel like it, it flew by way more for me than it did for you. Um, And like I said on Twitter, I don't want anybody else going 28 minutes. Like, because mm. Shuri can do a 28-minute match, obviously. Uh, Mayu can also do a 28-minute match, obviously. But don't do other people in 28-minute matches. Maybe Konami, but now Konami kind of sucks. So, like, don't. Just don't. You like, know, I'd like, be
0: afraid if anybody else won the red belt, because I'm not sure they could do these 28-minute matches. Like, if they yeah. put the red belt on, I don't know, say B gets the red belt again, like, her going 30 uh, would actually be the worst fucking thing I've ever I seen. I simply
1: wouldn't watch it.
0: Like, it, like at that point, I, I would not watch that match. <laughs> like, um, it was hard for me to watch
1: the, the B matches in the first place, and they were, like, 15 minutes. Like, I, I'm not doing that. But yeah, yeah. um yeah, th- we we have like drastically different opinions. I think this is one of the fucking best matches of the year. Um if the crowd was unrestricted and it was a bit louder and like all of that shit, I feel like it would have been like definitely like top five of the year for me. Um I fucking love this match, yeah. I feel like it made sure you look really, really good and made sure you know her her she's now full time with Stardom, I believe, or she's at least like fuller time with stardom now
0: yeah um, i think she's she's, uh, she's committed yeah. she's
1: mm-hmm. i mean, the, the term i've seen was committed to stardom so i don't know if she has signed yet but she's going to sign um if not just be a full-time member like a you know like Sonatas. she's not in tag game,
0: league but... so i feel like that's a bit weird yeah, but maybe they're letting her do like a oh shit yeah it's that's a yeah, boy that's, that isn't in tag league oh yeah yeah yes never mind
1: but um but yeah i really enjoy this match um if you don't mind enjoying a 28-minute match, I would go out of your way to watch this. Um, if you're like Alex and you're a bitch, then don't. I guess you're broad. Well,
0: you see, I still liked the match. Like you're making it seem like <laughs> I hated it. Like I, I really liked this match. I just would have preferred more efficiency, and I would have called it a great match. But anyway, yeah, we could we could talk about this for hours. Um, that's Yokohama Cinderella. Uh, it lived up to the moniker of it being like a big show in in yes. every way. Like the it was a big bad show was like, and I think what really took it over was like a lot of people like debuted new looks and they seemed to set up like a lot of new directions. And I feel like that's important if you're gonna have big shows like this. And you know, I think all of the big matches delivered in ways that they needed to. And I I think Stardom looked really strong here. And I feel like if there's any First time fans were maybe going oh you know i might look at this big joshi show i feel like stardom could have won them over between the production and just the matches the match quality and stuff like that For um,
1: sure. oh also um i want to clarify i wasn't calling it a bad show i was making a reference to the big show um you know well it's a big bad oh, yeah. show tonight mm-hmm. you know like yeah oh baby come on you know like the song it's you know mm-hmm. like, yeah just it was a good show i enjoyed it
0: <laughs> Clarification. um Okay, so we're going to review the Nagoya show now. Uh, we were going to spend longer on this, but then they uploaded Yokohama last night, so I was kind of like, yeah, we don't need to go too in-depth on this. Um, obviously, the card was changed, as we know, because of Natsu's injury. So the opener was Sayada beating Hanan. don't actually remember much from this match, but I remember liking it because I think both yeah. of them look really good and like they're both talented. Pretty much the same um i i, I was a bit conflicted
1: because i love both of them a lot but if if moon child wins then it's a good thing you know like that's that's just that's just how it is at this point so course. yeah i'm happy I'm happy that she won um, uh it was a good match hannon's great it is great uh, she, she um it is using the northern light suplex as like an actual finisher now so that's uh that's the one takeaway. Um, kind of wish that she was still using the Itabashi. I feel like the Itabashi was just like such an interesting like roll up that she could have been they could have used the Itabashi way better, but they obviously didn't. Um so yeah, I don't know if we've just moved past that or not, but you know, it is what it is.
0: yeah. Um, the next match then was uh, a way of Konami and Saki Kashima against Riho and Starlight Kid. Um, I know you're saying Konami is bad now, but I thought she did a really good job working over Starlight Kid's arm. So Starlight Kid's arm was wrapped up uh, from natural asomy, and I thought they did quite a good job of targeting the arm and keeping me interested in the heat segment. And then, uh, you know, obviously once Riho tagged in, things got a bit more interesting. And then Konami beat Kid, right? It was Konami that beat Kid, yes. yeah? yeah. Yeah, so... Like, I thought this was a good match. I thought, like, Konami as a heel was, was pretty good. Like, I thought she did a good job of working on top and picking out the body part and working it in kind of interesting ways. So, and I mean, her new look is really good. Like, it's really eye-catching. Um, and it was a good showcase for her, but I think Tag League is definitely worrying me because I feel like she could make a few losses. And if that happens, she will lose a lot of the momentum she has. There's no, there's
1: no winning for Konami in Tag League. because either they win, ugh, or Konami loses a lot. Also, ugh, like it doesn't like there's no positive. Like that's like I don't know. Like uh, yeah, this match was this match was fine. It was it was fine. Um, kind of spaced out a bit during it because at this point I had been watching wrestling for five and a half hours. Uh. And yeah, but it was it was fine, like I said, I'm just not vibing with a way to tie anymore, you know, like I feel like I was holding on to like an assemblage of like oh i I can you know I, I I don't know, I'm just like I'm just past it, i guess um i have i have um what's what's the meme I don't know, I'll think about it, but yeah i it was a fine
0: <laughs> match uh, yeah, um, onto a match that i i mean I just didn't really. Take much away from this. Uh, Tam beat Mina Shirakawa. Um, this, was, yeah, this was okay. Like I, I thought Mina didn't look that good here, but that might be a Tam thing. It might be a Mina thing because you know, obviously, Tam can be hit or miss. So I don't know if it was like Tam wasn't on her game or if Mina just isn't on that level yet. But I definitely didn't take much away from this. I didn't, I didn't like it all that much. Um, and you seem to yeah, agree. Wasn't so... Too interested. Yeah, there's no point in uh, sticking on that one too long. Uh, but they are attacking now. Uh, that's that's. Oh yeah, so the the sexual tension of the pre match promos here was <laughs> off the <laughs> chain. Tam was just like, "You're an H cup," and she like held her own. It's yeah. and then walked off, and I was like, "She, wh- why, why is she talking about her cups? Yeah. What's happening?" And now. Yeah. There was a meme on Twitter going around from the press conference of Tam staring directly at Mina's boobs. Wait, that, I, I, I didn't even see that part. What? No. Yeah. Dude,
1: wait. <laughs> do you know, do, you, na- do yes. you know what their team name is? Do you know do you know what their team name is? It H. is yeah. Dream H because Mina has H cup boobs. Like how does that make sense? like what like okay, but why? Like <laughs> like why not though? Also like it's, okay yeah it's there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there
0: yeah i feel like remember i feel like new japan embraced gay energy a long time ago and i feel like Bruce road have told stardom to do the same so tam is here for the lesbians and that's you know that's all good man tam appreciate the boobs of her colleagues she does it consensually we're okay with that you know yeah i mean um do you
1: boo boo? You know,
0: like uh... yeah. I mean, she's just, she's really. I feel like Tam is now satire of Joshi Twitter because honestly,
1: oh my horny, god, you're like, right. Twenty four seven. Oh my like, god. get
0: help. Get some help, please. <laughs> yes, um... wait. Yes, <laughs> she's
1: she's she's the oldest person on the
0: roster. Oh yeah, she's the... thirty
1: two. Yeah, she's one of the oldest people on the roster. So being the old Joshi perv is.
0: Except That's she's something. perving on another 30-year-old, whereas most 30-year-old Joshi That's... pervs perv... Let's, let's not! Let's not! Let's not! Let's <laughs> not! Okay, no, yeah. yeah. No social commentary. Move forward. Okay. Yeah. The next match, then, was uh, the Uedotai team of B. Priestley and Natsuko Tora. They beat Jungle Kiona and Mayu Iwatani. While oh, I was this watching club? this... <sighs> yeah, sure. Um, while I was watching this, I thought the finish was really weird. Like it was very abrupt that Jungle just tapped out to a stretch muffler, which has never been established as Natsuka's move. But knowing now what we know, I feel like Kiyono was probably legitimately hurt and had to tap out, similar to the match of Jamie Hayter where she lost like the Boston Crab because her shoulder was fucked. I feel like that might have happened here. Um, and yeah, like it's it's very unfortunate because like. After the match, Mayu was like, Hey, you know, you and TCS are without a home. Do you want to come and join the Stars? And it looked like they were setting up some interesting directions there, but now Kiona will be missing for a long, long time. Yeah.
1: Um the pre-match really interested me for this match. Um <laughs> Mayu sort of just like discreetly said, We used to be in a same unit, but then Jungle wanted to leave, and that that was okay. And I'm just like are we just going to forget that Mayu treated Team Jungle like shit and treated them like they sucked and were like, oh, yeah, you guys, I forgot you guys existed. Sorry. Like, that was literally the storyline. It it's like, oh, yeah, Jungle Kiona,
0: you're a wrestler, I guess. Wasn't that the entire thing about Jon was like that they were yeah, all like outcasts and losers and they was, kind of banned together other to do their thing?
1: first draft... Um, everybody was drafted, and then they were like, "Hey, five of us weren't drafted, and one of them was Jungle fucking Kiona, former Goddesses of Stardom champion at this point." And mm-hmm. Mayu's like, "Oh yeah, you guys are here too. You guys can join oh, Stars." And then, and then they were like, they were like, "No!" And then she's like, "Yeah." And then they're like, "You could have like dr- like I'm a like Jungle's like I'm a big deal here." And then Mayu's like, "No, you're not." And that was the entire st- like like she didn't she didn't want to be inter independent. Mayu treated them like shit, bro. Mayu was such an asshole. And then and then and then Jungle was like, Nah, fuck this. I'm I'm starting my own nation. And then she lost the nation. And she joined TCS, and now she's lost TCS. Okay, okay, and now okay. We're here.
0: You're you're spiraling. You are spiraling. Let's not. <laughs> you were about to spiral. Um, oh, that. Oh, one one more thing is that
1: um oh, the God. reason why I called them. The Reason why I call them the Losers Club is because Mayu's like, hey, I get betrayed all the time too. We're we're that's common ground. Well we we could be we mm. could we could be
0: betrayed together. And it's like, huh, I don't know how that works, but yeah, losers club. Yeah. Um I definitely see I wasn't a stardom fan back then, but Mayu Mayu just be like, Yeah, y'all kinda suck. That is peak Mayu because she is at her heart, she's an she evil just bitch. She didn't care. And I love it. Like she she. I she love it like, so much. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> This, like, a door, this, like, absolute dork who wouldn't hurt a fly is just such a mean cunt. <laughs> it's so good. It was,
1: it was so, <laughs> like, because at the end of the draft, they were like, okay, I guess nobody's left. And then, like, Jungle and Natsuko and Yoniyama were like, we're left. And then Mayu's like, oh, forgot. Uh, you guys can join me, I guess. And then they're like, do we have to? And she's like, yeah. And that was that was the story. And then they like started beating each other up and then they stopped. Like that that was like I don't know. Great story. I fucking love that. Um John was amazing. But yeah, that's so when, when she says um Jungle wanted her independence, she means I treated Jungle like she was fucking shit on my shoe and she left. And that was yeah.
0: Love that. Okay. That's uh that's interesting. But yeah. The uh so all of TCS is now in Stars. So I I I know it wasn't made clear like Stardom tweet out that was Kiona, but if you go to the Stardom website and go to the roster page, all well, the TCS people are in Stars now. So Stars is pretty swelled up. I don't know how they're gonna solve that issue, but yeah, that's where we're at it's now. It's not
1: bad. Uh, um, I'm sad that that Rena can't talk shit about my uni anymore, but that's.
0: I mean, she still could, but it might not go down as well. Yeah. Shit sucks, kinda. Um, does, but yeah, what didn't suck was the main event of this show. Beans Quest beat Donna Del Mondo in an elimination tag match. Uh, Tall Saya got the win because she is now she is getting a push slag like, there, and even being a, like, they aren't even trying to hide it. She is getting pushed um her and Natsupoi got a lot of shine here which I think was needed um but yeah I think everybody came out of this looking great like it was just a really good high-end tag match um where Kamatani and Natsupoi got over and uh we got a little teaser of Azami and Natsupoi which was really good I thought yes um yeah I feel
1: like I love this match. Just like I feel like it was I feel like Rossi was saying he's sorry to me after all of the, the the thousands of injuries he has conflicted on me or afflicted on me rather. Um that's that's Edgar Allan Poe if you were wondering. But yeah, he, he, he gave me like this this present because this felt like an old school Weddot tie tag match. And obviously like it's not like neither of them are really like heelish, but just like the fun of the old to tie, if I felt it here, and you know it may have nothing to do with to tie. It's just my nostalgia, but it just felt like a fun match, and it was enjoyable to watch. Um, there were little funny bits of it uh, before the match started. Not to be she did her her taunt thing, and she almost fell off the rope. And in the background you just see jumbo laughing her ass off at her <laughs> cuz she's like look at this loser she fell off the rope like it was just it was just hilarious like like cuz you see jumbo's face like <laughs> she just breaks out laughing <laughs> that was great um i love that so much like that was one of the best fucking parts of the night um at one point like near the end i think it was like at the end uh that's maki Saya like runs at her and like launches her off the rope and you know it's a over the top rope, um, stipulation too, and Micah just catches her and then she runs with her, and then everybody's chasing her like it's fucking Scooby Doo around the ring. Like, and It was, was fucking so great. Fun. <laughs> I was, that was, I was so just fun. like, I was just like, this isn't like I, I, I'm liking, I'm liking life right now. Like that, like, like I said, it, it brought back like a certain level of just like enjoyment that I used to get from like the old way to tie tags, and I felt it here. Um, like I said, DDM feels fucking complete with boy. Um, with Natsumi and Maki. And, yeah, I, I really... Queen's Quest is obviously... You know, that's the group. Like, that's the... They're amazing. So, yeah, I, I just felt like this match was absolutely amazing. Um, also, Saya. She, uh... Like, she didn't do a lot in the first few minutes. But one thing that she did do... Was kick people directly in the fucking face. Like, four times. Um... She did a missile drop kick on Julia. and like obviously, you know, like like there's like it, shit's worked. like i I know. I, I I'm in I'm in on the kayfabe if you guys didn't know. like i I know how wrestling works. <laughs> but she kicked Julia directly in the fucking nose on the missile drop kick. I was like, you're not supposed to do-. like she like that was fucking. like it was it looked crazy. And then to end the match, saya and Natsumi Maki were on the. On the apron like you know about to get eliminated and like they were like doing like this like this you know chain whatever and then saya's like okay it's over now kicks her in the fucking face and natsumi Mackie gets eliminated like that was just the finish like they were doing like this like they were like rolling over each other they were doing this whole thing and then saya's like okay kicks her in the face it's done Uh, it was great i feel like saya should kick more people in the face Uh,
0: yeah we we do like people getting kicked in the face that is very much thing um, can I just say that I appreciate how goofy DDM can be like they're meant to be this like super serious menacing faction but every now and then they'll just do shit and you're like these people are some of the funniest people on this roster yeah. and it's so fun and I just really like that they can be kind of goofy um, but yeah I mean as you said like the match was just pretty good uh, did you... I do I think you made note of it but the way uh, Utami and Micah got eliminated was sickening Micah did a fucking rock bottom to Utami onto the apron, and it oh, just yeah. made the most ungodly noise. I was like, "Oh my god, Utami's fucking dead!" Oh my Dude, God, was it this match that Azumi
1: dived onto nobody, and I was like, I didn't "Dude, see that?" Yeah, because she did. She did the top rope dive, and somebody pushed her, and it was like a push, and like she jumped. Meaning that she was like meant to fall on people, but there was nobody there. On the oh outside. yeah, when
0: she got eliminated, yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. that was an. Afternoon. And I was
1: like, I was like, I literally like gasped in my chair. I was like, "Holy shit, is she okay?" Because like it, like obviously, wrestlers know how to. F- Again, I feel like I have to like preface that it's like I'm getting really like worked up and like you know like, but I know you like how wrestling. This how
0: fucking dare yeah. you like? Wrestling, I know, fucking weird, bitch? right? It's
1: insane. It's insane. <laughs> but like. I was just like, somebody was supposed to catch her, cause that's a yeah. long ass fucking fall to just like take to the fucking floor. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I, that was just like sort of like wild to me that like nobody was there and people were like, oh shit, we're supposed to be there. And like Utami was trying to run over, but she was late. And yeah, it was just it was wild. Um, yeah, I fucking love that match. It was really
0: fun. Uh,
1: can't All eight of them went
0: insanely. Like they they didn't didn't cut any corners you know what i mean like for a day yeah. after such a big show in front of like 300 people in nagoya they went out there and killed it um so fair play to all of them i will say though all factions are badass entrances like most people don't care about this stuff but i i was born and raised on wwe so i still kind of appreciate when there's an aesthetic going on when Call queen's too, quest right. made their entrance i was like these women are all gods this looks amazing and then GDM made their entrance it's like, oh, holy shit, they look even cooler. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't say they look cooler.
1: Easy there, boy. We're on the stardom quest like, right all, here. All
0: four of them walk out and they're just like there. And then they do the pose. Like, they look so cool. Like they, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I just love stuff like that um, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but entrances are always just badass to me. I agree. I agree. Uh, but yeah, so that is both of the shows that took place uh, over the week. We have successfully reviewed both, and we didn't take two hours, which is, is pretty surprising. Yeah, I think you hour, hating everything about Oedo Tai uh, kind of helped. <laughs> but uh... Yeah, it's... and it really sucks. Like, can they just change the name so I can
1: say that Oedo Tai <laughs> is the greatest faction of all time? Because, like, like, you know, I could say that. A year ago, that Aoi Tai is one of the greatest factions of all time. But now I feel like I would be like uh, jumping around. It's like, oh well, you know, like they were good at this, but uh, like, like it just um,
0: like I wish they could just like change. Like can we definitely it be, don't like, need to get into this again because you, uh, <laughs> you call it the, the, Mad 2000- the Mad Dog Military
1: two thousand twenty twenty. The Mad Dog Military twenty twenty. Have have <laughs> okay. Sharky come in and manage them, dude. This is the okay. Sorry, we have an entire tournament to preview. <laughs> We could just okay. just say the names, say the
0: funny names, and then we could leave. <laughs> no, we we can't do that. Um, I know. so yeah, it's starting this weekend. We have the Goddess of stardom Tag League. Uh, the red, or sorry, the blue goddess block is Dream H of Tamnakano and Mina Shirakawa, Momo <laughs> dream titties.
1: Yep. yep. Dream titties. That's it. Yep. See, and the thing is, is that I'm not being inappropriate. That's literally, like, that's the.
0: It's it's yeah. like dream bra size, maybe. But Jesus, he just went straight to to that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not being horny on main
1: guys. That's literally what they're called. Okay. Not literally. Um...
0: Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Reviewing and previewing this, these uh, Dream H matches is gonna. Su- I'm gonna suffer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, uh, they're definitely winning. By the way.
0: No. No.
1: Yeah, they um, they are definitely winning. Like I like, there's no, no doubt, dude. They have a whole ass catchphrase already. Like they they came out, they did a whole like pose together. Like they they were fucking like they they're winning. Uh, okay. All right. The okay. others are also there. Go on.
0: Uh, so the other teams are uh, Momo-Az, which is Momo Watanabe and Azumi, uh, Grab the Top, which is Siri and Himika. Black Widows, which is Konami and B Priestley. And then Color Me Pop, which is Gokikin Death and Riho. The Red Goddess block is the MK Sisters, which is Mayui Watanabe and Starlight Kid. Uh, Wing Gori, which is Saya, Ida, and Hanan. For deity, which is Utami Hayashishta, and Saya Kamatani, crazy bloom, which is Julia and Micah, and then the devil duo, which is Natsukotora Tora and Saki Kashima. The I
1: love I love tag team names, by the way,
0: they're That's great, like a thing. except for team... Momoaz. Oh my lord, <laughs> the that twist pissed me off. Oh, my god, Dylan, oh, will hurt you. <laughs> the the so the blocks were picked, but you don't wrestle the teams in your block. you wrestle the teams in the other block, so Dream H will not wrestle Momo Oz. Dream H will wrestle Wing Gory and Crazy Bloom. And it's the people who finish top of each block that will face in the final. They will have already faced already during the tournament yeah, play. Wh- that yeah I don't understand why they're doing this like it's stupid to me but that's the rules for this year's uh tournament yeah i don't like that yeah i mean i can't we can't change it but it's it's definitely just like why not just put people in the blocks that you want to see them wrestle people in like why why did you do it like this you know what i mean yeah,
1: I feel like Bushi Road for some reason really likes repetition because, like, the same thing would happen yeah. in, like New Japan with certain things where it's like, uh, I remember there was that one time that like Kota Ibushi and Tetsuya Naido was like the big dream match and they wrestled in the New Japan Cup, excuse me, they wrestled in the New Japan Cup, and everybody's like, oh, that was really good, and then they were like, and then in Kota beat naito and he's like oh i want uh, shot your title and we were like okay that makes sense and then they just kept wrestling like five more times that year and i'm just like why like you know like like it's it's very i feel like they're going along that path and it's it's fine if the matches are good but at a certain point it starts getting like why are we just doing redundant things And that's how i feel about the block format here
0: yeah it definitely reminds me of like uh the Bushy Road need of like, oh, like these people are gonna pin these people and then they're both in the final and oh who's gonna win? It's very sports entertainment of like, oh, they pinned the tag champs in a non title match so they're the next number one contender. And it's like we don't we don't need to do that. We've never needed to do that. But that is the Bushy Road way. And I guess that's what we're going for here with stardom because which it makes sense because they are throwing out a lot of singles matches lately that they don't need to do. And it definitely smells of, like, New Japan going and putting, like, four big singles matches on the one show every now and then. Um, But, yeah, the... My first pick for winning the tournament was Grab the Top, because I feel like Suri and Hamika a few months ago were teaming together, and it looked like they were going to be challenges for the tag titles and maybe win them. So I feel like they could win this league, and would put them in contention to win the belts. But I don't know. I, feel I think like that's definitely...
1: just challenged. You know, like yeah, I, I but a different
0: happen. tag partner. And they did that earlier this year yeah. where Utami and oh, Momo yeah. lost, but then Utami and Saya were gonna win. So it's kinda like a new partner and magically you can win. They really cocked Momo. Like oh, sorry. They did uh,
1: <laughs> yes but I still say Dream H.
0: You want to give Tam the Tag League two years in a row, though?
1: Uh, they did it to B, didn't they?
0: Uh, I'm not too sure. Or no, also... she, she just
1: kept going to the finals.
0: But, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, oh, no. I don't think Mina Shirakawa is that high on the card either. She lost to Tam, so I don't think they're going to have her like, think... do
1: really well. You know, I was thinking about it while watching the press conference yesterday is that Tam is the Bushy Road girl. You know, like like she does all of the the pressers. She is she's the like moderator, like just for everything. Like just any like bushy roading, like, you know, like appearance thing. So keeping her like in like important title contingency would make sense and I completely understand if they did that. Um but it's also kind of like a weird like, huh, like she's she's everywhere. Like, why is she everywhere? Like, I don't mind it, but it's just like a, a little thing that I'm just like, yeah, I, I see her winning, I see Dream H winning, because, like, you you said Grab the Top is taking the dub, they're grabbing the top, if you will, Um, but I just don't see Jumbo, I feel like Jumbo losing another tag title match would kind of suck. You know what I mean?
0: What if she wins? I don't think Aphrodite is losing the belt yet. But... I mean, Utami could be World of Stardom champion soon. I don't think she needs the tag belts.
1: Yeah, but 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 come on, Saya just busted out a Phoenix fucking splash. You wanted to lose in V two. That would suck. Like I'm oh, like I don't know.
0: Like I feel like, like building Saya to beat Julia, which is the feeling I get. Holy shit, you're right. Oh my god, that's oh wow. Because I noticed that during the Nagoya match, I was it like they're really purposefully pairing them off, and Saya yeah. eliminated Julia. So I feel like not soon, but definitely when Julia's reign ends, I think it'll be Saya Kamitani that ends it. So I feel like she can drop Plus the belts now the... and start
1: her run. Yeah, that was the thing in in the in the Grand Prix was that Julia was a really, really was really interested in Saya Kamitani. Mm-hmm. That's oh my god! I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um. Yeah, Momo really is getting talked by Saiya Kamatani. I can't believe this. Like, that's just actually happening. Like, just in general. Like,
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh my I mean, god. To be fair, Momo is, like, three years younger. She's got way more time. <laughs> that's true.
1: You forget that, like, Momo's, like, still not a child because she's, like, 20. She's, like, 20, yeah. Like, she's turning 21, I think. But, like, she is still very small. Like, she... Like, that's that's something that you forget. Or I forget, at least. Um, speaking like, I of, think... happy happy 8th anniversary to the Goat, Azumi. And happy 18th oh, birthday yeah. to the Goat, Azumi. Or 7th um... anniversary, whatever. Go on.
0: So, yeah. I think with this uh, Tag League, I definitely think that the winner is from the blue goddess block, though. I don't think the red goddess block has any winners in it. Like, I... Maybe Natsu Kotura and Saki Kashima, but I wouldn't think so. Uh Julia and Micah probably won't win it either. Um I doubt Aphrodite wins because not really much point in having the champions win the tag league. Um Mayu and Starlight Kid could actually, but I'm not sure about that. I think is busy enough with the world title scene that she wouldn't need a tag belt.
1: I can see like maybe Aphrodite wins and then challenges um Ma um. but it would yeah. make more sense if Momo just won and challenged because they they are even I believe right like they they drew the last time they wrestled um so I can definitely see that being a direction they go. Uh, they're listening to my advice from two years ago of what they should have done with the qQ inner whatever um yeah i i I, I see dream h or momoas or maybe devil duo um those are the three that i'm thinking of right now
0: is there any chance that the black widows win
1: yes and it's very upsetting
0: <laughs> yeah that's true
1: cuz like i said See? b is like like you know b is booked very like sporadically randomly you know everywhere else but in tag league, everybody knows that she is a beast. Like that's her tournament. Like she's yeah. the best tag league wrestler. Like not like like work rate or like enjoyment of matches or anything like that, but just like from a point of view of like winning, she's the best tag league wrestler in the tournament. Um, so I can definitely see her winning, but I prefer if they if she didn't. Yeah. Um... Especially because, sorry especially because Konami and Kiona were such a good tag team, and now it's going to be such a drastic difference of like, oh, the the Queen's Quest D team from two years ago is tagging up, and they win. Like, like I, just, I just wouldn't like that.
0: I feel like Konami could, if given the weight, carry the team to good matches. Because here's the thing. When B gets to do her sporadic cool shit, she can look like a good wrestler. Um so I think if if Konami whole like carries the majority of a match, they could do some good stuff. But I think maybe the safer option is somebody like a Momo Oz or a grab the top because they're gonna get a good match out of them regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, that's that's how I'm feeling about that too. Yeah, but I think I mean the MK sisters might win the block. Uh, I think. I feel like they could definitely do it. Like, Mayu is booked pretty strong, and Starlight Kid is, is kind of... She's really stepping up lately. So I feel like you could give them a win, and it would be like, oh, hey, look at Starlight Kid. She won the Tag League. And then if they could lose to Utami and Saya as part of, like, the build to Mayu versus Utami, maybe. And I, I think that would be I a good thing. I could definitely see
1: that. Yeah, because yeah, that's... Yeah, that would kind of make sense. Um, I think we're forgetting the favorites to win um the the best team in this entire fucking tournament is color mean pop because um reho is losing <laughs> and death san is not death san anymore she is now um happy death cuz you know death is like Death's, so it's like i am happy um that's her name is literally i am happy but it's a play on word cuz cuz death sounds like death like cuz of the pronunciation in japan so it's I am happy, oh, but it's death happy. It's like yeah. So um, so my, so I I call, so I want her to start doing a move, and I can call it Happy Death Day, because that would just be a funny, that'd be a good name. Um, and it makes sense with her name. But yeah, they're obviously winning. Um, I don't know why the fuck we're not talking about them. Um, the the media doesn't want to talk about Color Me Pop. because I, <laughs> um, I am liberated. Yeah. <laughs> I I have my third eye opened to Color Me Pop. So, um, yeah, they're obviously winning, and they're taking the belts, and, you know, des, des, um, genki,
0: forget the fucking name. I feel like after this podcast goes an hour, you just lose your mind. (laughs) Dude. Yeah. Yeah, because, like. Last last time we had the uh Kyrie is is an illusion in your mind. Ooh, we have now- to talk about
1: Kyrie. We have to talk about Kyrie not existing, later. but also kind of existing later. As <laughs> <Disney> later. <Megan.
0: laughs> yeah, later. We'll 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 talk about Kyrie later. Um, I feel like that's all we actually have to talk about for the goddess to start. Yeah, we got to talk about Kyrie. But- Let's go. Oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> um,
1: the news? No, that we didn't talk about Stop. with Kyrie.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> Did you not see the link I sent you? Come on, yeah, man. So, calm down. <laughs> the The schedule isn't out for Tag League, so you can't even like make predictions of what's, you know, oh, like these two are resting on the last day, so these people could spoil them. So uh, for now, we're just making very surface-level uh, analysis uh, ahead of its start this weekend. Um, and yeah, so the some big news was that uh, Kyrie Sane she reappeared uh, she was like oh I'm WWE superstar say and I've moved back to Japan I uh I want to support WWE and everybody was like oh she's a fucking cop I said she was a cop um yeah, she's i was going to say I don't know who everybody is cuz you can I, the fuck out I was Jesus. like oh oh she's still with them oh she's probably training people for NXT Japan she's a cop but uh apparently in a translated interview today she said that she is allowed to wrestle in Japan, similar to Sari, basically, yeah. Like Pete, um, when NXT UK first started, before they sucked the life out of the UK indie scene. But we okay, can we, not, that can we not? Can we not
1: even jinx it? Can we not? Can we just?
0: I mean, this is the end game, though. Like they they do this to yeah. seem like they're good guys, and then they're like, oh yeah, we're just gonna like suck up all your talent.
1: Yeah, but I feel. Uh, oh yeah, w. Yeah. let so not we, about that. No. Okay. Um, um.
0: But the figment yeah. of
1: our imagination, she. <laughs> Might become real. Um, donate ten dollars to the podcast to make Kyrie Sane a real person, cause I don't, I don't buy it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I saw a thing on Reddit, and of course, I browse Reddit. Sue me. Um, that they changed her name to Kyrie Sane on Stardom World, like in certain like things, like on the like promotional things. Um, oh. I don't know if that's true, uh, cause I am too lazy to check.
0: But, well, let's see, what were they talking about? Like, in I don't... I, don't or something? I guess.
1: Because, um... Or maybe it was, like, a old, like, records thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe on the website they're talking about, and not on Stardom World, but I oh. remember them saying something about them now referring to her as Kyrie Sane. Like, Stardom referring to her as Kyrie Sane. So, it's possible um, Kyrie specifically said that she wanted to wrestle, um, Utami and I would be down with that match, but yeah, it's not on World, so whoever said that is a fucking liar.
0: But well, maybe they meant the website. I'm on the website yeah, now.
1: That's probably what they meant. But that was the one match that she called out. She was at
0: the. Oh Oklahoma yeah, yes, Kyrie saying the title history, fifth red belt. That's Kyrie saying. See, yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, and yeah, that wasn't... Wrong. <laughs> she, it, it was wrong. She apparently she won the belt in two thousand and three, according to the website.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that website's fucking anyway. Sorry for um... interrupting you, yeah. It's okay. I interrupt you literally every minute of the day. <laughs> but so yeah, um that could that could answer my question of who's gonna do the anniversary show. Or Utami can just beat Mayu and simply that. Like, so, I don't know. Um, this this brings up this brings up a lot more possibilities. Um, I still won't believe it until it's true. She still doesn't exist until she does. So, um, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, I think the thing is, it's probably similar to the Sari deal, but it's it's notable to me that Sari hasn't turned up in Tokyo Joshi Pro or Stardom, who both have money backing, and I feel like Kyrie is probably the same. Wwe are like you can't work with Cyber Agent or Bushi Road let to work your dianas See, your seedlings everywhere else but i
1: i i doubt that because Kyrie is very much a stardom person like she like i said she went to to the cinderella show she has always been at stardom like even when she was fucking nxt champion she was you know just hanging out like she made a fucking appearance at stuff like like the, like she has always like there's always been that connection so i feel like that's one thing that wb would be like okay that kind of makes sense like you know like even though but then again that's given wb a lot of credit so uh... yeah but...
0: you're really like they are not that kind to especially to stardom because they work with bushy road you know
1: they are bushy road but yeah um i don't know like i said i don't i won't believe until i see it because like
0: i said Kyrie sane was just the friends we made along the way um yeah I feel like you wanted to discuss Kyrie but now you're just like no she is not real and I'm like this is you're well, making I it up I need very to keep up the bit I discussion. need to keep up the bit like come <laughs> it's, on like it's very like, difficult it's hard. To have a discussion about Kyrie when you're like no she doesn't exist <laughs> like, well, cuz she cuz she just turned up out
1: of nowhere and asserted herself like I don't like I don't know like it's just like it was easier when it's like oh she's just living in Japan just chilling and she doesn't she's not really anywhere you know she's just hanging out we don't know what the fuck's going on with her and now we know what's going on with her and i'm just like but the bit was funny i don't want to drop the bit but i, I probably should drop the bit um i guess everybody was wondering
0: every day i guess yeah. anybody quitting. was
1: wondering Kyrie sane actually does exist um i'm sorry to lied no to you. uh yeah she 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 used to be a stardom champion actually um in fact she was a part of threedom is a pretty big deal i don't know if you've heard of them. Alex because you only start watching stardom fucking whatever. Um yeah, so she she was a pretty big deal. Um she likes the rock, you know, she yeah. Um she she's real. She has a husband. She pays taxes probably.
0: (laughs) She pays taxes (laughs) Okay. Much like Jungle Boy,
1: she pays taxes, yes.
0: Okay. Um That's That's a
1: meme you won't get, but go on.
0: Yeah, um like I think in terms of Kyrie showing up in Stardom, I'm not gonna get my hopes up because I definitely don't think WWE would let her go to a Bushy Road affiliate. Um, if she is gonna turn up anywhere, it'll be similar to Sari places that don't have money backing or it'll be at like assemble for t hearts or something. Like I don't think we're gonna see her versus Mayu anytime soon.
1: Boo, I wanna see her versus <sighs> So do I, but I don't like think it's gonna happen. I, I don't know. It's, it, it. I don't know. I feel like it would just make sense. I. I want things to make sense, Alex. You, like that's my. That's my one thing in life is I want things to make sense. It would make sense if Kyrie just came back to stardom, and like she could,
0: she's a WWE she's... employee.
1: <laughs> the way you say employee just makes me really sad because it's like that's true, but yeah, okay. I don't want to talk about Kyrie anymore. I'm sad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you excited to talk about it just so you could do the bit? Kinda, but at the same time, like I'm also excited for the prospect of Kyrie like having some matches in Stardom because I feel like that would be fun. But it would. You had to, you know, remind me that life sucks. And uh, I thought
0: you were you're the cynic here. Why? I wrestling? am. What? <laughs> like I thought you would be the one go. No, she's not gonna wrestle anywhere. Fucking nah, well, no. wrestle. Yeah. 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 Mhm.
1: Maybe Carrie's thing exists. The world meant everything. <laughs>
0: okay. Now yeah, let's take us home. Yeah. Um. That. Yeah. That got very bad near the end. Uh. Once again, we are sorry Usually because. Yeah. You. I'll talk about you Rita you again. About <laughs> sure. Why not? That. That. Let's
1: that. That boosts the ratings or whatever. Um, yeah, yep. they weren't on the show again. Or I don't know. I I, I really wish Hina and Rena were in the Intag League. I'm not gonna lie. Like um, I don't know who they would have replaced, but I would have really liked to see them. Honestly, that's just a me thing, I guess. But, they could
0: have had the uh, you know, the Azumi run where they're just like everybody is a grandma. Like they could have done that where yeah, they're iconically exactly. old, and it would have been iconic.
1: Like I feel like they can get a lot more out of the youngsters than they do. Um, especially since Bushiroad, because I feel like Bushiroad is literally playing with kid gloves here with the kids, and it makes sense. But you know, I I miss the days of Azumi, uh, you know, beating the shit out of um, <laughs> beating the shit out of people out of like Yoshiko, uh, in a mask, like that was great. But you know, times change and whatever. But yeah, I would have really yeah. liked them in the tag league, but they aren't, and I'm sad.
0: I mean, they probably have school commitments that would have gotten in the way of. That's true. A lot of shows.
1: Um I forget that that's a thing. School. Exists. I
0: also wonder when Ruaka's coming back because she was she's been at ringside with TCS for like the last two shows, but she's made no mention of coming back. And I'm not. not she really was sure supposed to come back day. a month ago.
1: Yeah, I remember because
0: her and uh, her and their announced their comebacks at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't fucking know, bro.
0: Uh, and it looks like she's lost weight was it just me or like cuz she no, looked she, really different?
1: She, she definitely looked just like she looked thinner yeah um which i don't i don't know, I don't know where they're going with roka like obviously like that's a very like loaded situation cuz you know she's still 16 15 i don't know um but she's, she's been wrestling young. it feels like she's been wrestling for like 7 years like cuz she has been wrestling since like 20 16 um which considering a 16 year old that's a long time um Mm. so it feels like she's been there forever um she's gone through a lot of like different things i feel like she just goes wherever jungle goes and it's sort of sweet like it's sort of cute um (laughs) because she's just like like she's like a lost puppy and like jungle like oh like jungle kiona's here so i'm gonna go hang out with jungle kiona and then you know like that just has happened every time that anything has happened so.
0: But yeah, um, I don't, f- bro. Yeah, um, I mean it'll be fun to see her back because I feel like she's probably she hasn't wrestled in a long time, and I'm sure she's probably like a better wrestler now because I'm sure she's been training away from the ring. So it'll be interesting to see when she does come back, like how she fits in to like the current stars. Um, cause yeah. I feel like stars is just loaded with like young ones who are just gonna take pins.
1: But, yeah. They should they should they should they should um secede from the union and form
0: a new Azumi army type deal. That would be fun. I f- see I don't like these, but I feel like they almost need a draft cuz they fucked everything up so badly lately that like they need a draft to just like level like yeah, stars kinda. out and stuff like that, but I do at the same time I don't like, I don't want them. Yeah.
1: Like I, I I want it to like I feel like I feel like I understand the stars thing. You know, it's like, oh, like, Stars is always meant to be the miscellaneous babyface group. Um, and it sort of is weird because, like, TCS was the miscellaneous, like, tweener heel group. Um, mm. You know, like, like so, like, I wonder where Zoe Lucas is going to go because they're going to bring Zoe Lucas back or, like, Bobby Tyler.
0: Yeah, I feel like Bobby could go to DDM and work really well there. Mm. And I mean... Zoe would likely go to a to tie because she is also bad, and her and B can have bad matches. Man, Either. Zoe ain't that bad. Her stuff looks so light. Have you ever, like all of her kicks look like they like, barely connect? She's so bad. I, she's like but one then, of the only wrestlers who I then, actively dislike.
1: But then when she does kick like hard, it's like oh boy, like you know, like it, it gets a pop out of you. Or least yeah, me. I've
0: never seen that. I've never seen that. <laughs> Okay, jeez. <laughs> nah, I'm sure she's a nice lady and all, but she just... Uh, like, she spent all of last year in Japan and didn't get much better. And I feel like that's hard to do when you're wrestling so much. Um, and, like, Session Moth yeah. Martina went over and got quite good. So if Martina can do it, then Zoe Lucas can do it. But she she well, Martina's
1: didn't. dope. I miss Martina a lot.
0: Yeah, Martina's cool. Uh, I- I'm kind of like... See, because I... Obviously she's Irish too, so like yeah, everybody here was like really sick of her when she went to stardom. <laughs> so then when she came back, we were like, oh yeah, she's good now, because we were all really tired. Because she was just like doing the same shit on every show. But uh, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Um, right. Thank you, Dylan, for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for listening nice. to this woefully bad episode. All of our episodes it are bad, that but this, bad. One, this one was worse. Um, it wasn't that
1: bad. We've had worse episodes. I'd say it's like the uh-huh. third worst episode, maybe.
0: Maybe, yeah. Okay, well, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I don't know what shows are happening in the next week. We'll definitely be taking a look at Tag League stuff. Um, I think next week we'll have to preview the Korkin with Maya versus Takumi, so that'll be fun to talk okay, about. Yeah, yeah that'll be fun. Next
1: week. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ.
0: I thought they'd have hold, held off on that match for, like, Sendai Sun Plaza or something, but they were just like, nah, we're giving it to you at Cork and where we can't sell more than, like, 600 tickets. I don't know.
1: I, I guess they're doing Mayu versus Utami at Sendai. Whatever. We, we'll, we'll get into that when we get into that. Um, yeah. Check us out.
0: Yeah, so thank you for listening. Come back next week. Check out our order podcast of Victory Through Guts. We're recording that tomorrow. Uh, leave today. Shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Woo.